Alright, everyone. Is everyone ready? Where's George? George can't it's make it today. Kind of, he said he's uh, just not feeling up to it. He's asleep. Yeah, pretty much, I guess. Or he got drunk. Uh, maybe. He's drunk on uh, like, on sleep, on drowsiness. Like, like, like I am. Uh, this is my... Uh, is Margarito, Margarito wine cooler. Wine cooler. <laughs> <laughs> not Margarito wine cooler. You know, when he sent that, I thought you were just all talk, Oscar. I was like, no way. No way is this guy that cool. But um, ranking my. You showed me because I'm 12 years old. Remember in high right. school? Yeah, we had we had wine, wine coolers uh, at some birthday party, right, Isaac? We thought we were the coolest guys in the world. No, I didn't know. I thought it was punch that just tasted weird uh, no. and made me feel gross. I thought we were super cool. No, I didn't think we were that cool. I think I had like one. All right. Is this content for the podcast? Oh, I can. Yeah, be. thank God we're not recording Sorry. this, right? Yeah, it's, right. it's recording. I can cut it all out easily. All right. Uh, do you care if it's there? No, I don't care. It's it's staying in into in episode uh, 108 of Movies Mayhem Soap. Hi, everybody. My name is Chris. I'm your host, and joining me is uh, most of the main crew. We have Isaac, a return guest. How's it going? Hello. Hey. Uh, Oscar's also guest. there. Hello. Yeah, I, I think Isaac's more of a guest at this point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got demoted uh, to a guest. Um, that's what happens when you don't show up. Uh, uh, and Fabi's oh, also here. Hey. Don't make me forget Fabi. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi, Bobby. Bobby, is she a guest or a host? Um, I don't know yet. Bobby, do you feel like you've earned host now? I don't know. Um, you, you don't know? Okay. I'm going to pretty official, I think. You, you don't think it's official? Maybe, I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, you're working your way up there. You participate in a lot of our antics, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um. So, how's it? A lot of our antics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're back. We're back, guys. We're back. And um, I just want to start off with asking everyone. Uh, so, since we're pretty consistently sharing what we last saw, um, was there yeah, anything? Was, was there anything that you saw recently that you specifically want to talk about? It doesn't have to be the last thing you saw, but just anything. Harley specific? Quinn. Harley Quinn rules. Okay. Harley I guess Quinn, Oscar's yeah. going first. <laughs> Oscar, what do you? Harley Quinn. You saw Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Uh, I binged the two seasons in like a week. Yeah. Uh, you have it, uh, what's that, on HBO Max? Uh, it's on HBO Max. I think it's still on DC Universe. Right. Does that thing still exist? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, because I still have it. Oh, you still have it? <laughs> That's the only yeah, place it's available. It. It's on Watch it. Oh, okay. I don't have it yet, but you have DC Universe. <laughs> oh, okay. But I think everything is slowly going to transition to. Uh, um, HBO Max. I think I read an article about that uh, earlier today, or I didn't read an article, but I saw the title. And nowadays, that's really all you have to do: <laughs> just read the title, and you know everything. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. read the title. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so you saw both seasons. That's that's pretty awesome. I saw the first season. I thought it was pretty great. Is the second season uh, better? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Just in like how they progress. Yeah, I think it's better. Some, nice. Yeah, I think. Fabian and I were talking about it yesterday. And I think, yeah, I think like some of the character decisions that they make uh-huh. make make uh, like some of the relationships more interesting for sure. Yeah, I think I heard yeah. that uh, season two. I think Fabian might have actually mentioned it last time that season two focuses more on the relationship between uh, Harley and Ivy. Yes. Sort of. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah that's, that's interesting. Did you um, get more Bane? More Bane. More Bane. Oh man, yeah. Yeah. Enough. I, I didn't think you could do more than, than that. That's pretty cool. I, I do more like him. Uh, James Adomian uh, does the voice. Oh my god, he's, like, he's so great. He's really great. 
Um, it might be my favorite interpretation of Bane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, Isaac, yeah. you, you haven't seen any of it? No, I haven't. I, I was watching a Mr. Sunday videos movie. Uh, Mr. No, Mr. Sunday movies <laughs> video yeah, yeah, about it. Right. Uh, he was talking about it. And I was just like, oh, man, this sounds awesome. But I still can't see it cause I, unless I get the DCEU. No, the DC whatever universe thing. Right. Um, well, I saw it. It, it was showing on, on sci-fi like on Saturdays. Um, they, okay. they, they would show it. Yeah, every quarter. Really? I think. Yeah, that's how I saw it. It was just the first season. That's why I haven't seen the second one. Um, but I, it might be like um, how you know how Netflix won't get the new season or sorry the previous season until the new season is about to release. So yeah. one, that, like I think that's what happened. I got it like a few weeks before I guess season two came out, and um, so maybe when season three comes out, I will finally see season two. But yeah, okay. I deleted those off the thing. I was like, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I mean, how often do I go over? Uh, Once a month. I don't know. <laughs> Sasha misses you. Oh yeah. Yeah, right now she's with uh... me. She, she she said that. Yeah, in, in so many words, not not exactly. I'm paraphrasing. She looked at you and said, "No, not you, the other one." Yeah, Whereas... exactly. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, cool. Well, um, Harley Quinn, awesome. Uh, uh, Fabi, was there anything you wanted to talk about uh, that you saw recently? Um, anime. I don't know. Watching a bunch of random stuff recently. Was it nothing that that you that like, caught your your in, partic- your interest? I don't know. Like... I think so far. I'm sorry. Train to boost on. Train to Busan, Train yeah, Busan. That, that, yeah, yeah, that was really yeah. good. I really, yeah, I, like I don't know, that just like, got me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's like, scary. I, I didn't, I didn't know this was another movie. I'm sorry. Afterwards, like I just watched it just because. Uh huh. Hmm? Uh, sorry, it's it's, it's kind of crackly. Your your audio. I don't know if I'm the only one. Oh, okay. It, like, no, I can't. I can't like hear her at all, really. Okay. Uh, so let's forget yeah, us, Bobby. Phone, really right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll try to bear with you, but, uh, uh, you were saying, um, okay. <laughs> I forgot what you were saying. Train to Busan. Like, I watched it, like, just because I started passing, and I was like, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and my, like, my brother told me later that there's going to be a, a second movie. Yeah, there's going to so, be a, the second one looks a yeah. lot, it looks way different. It kind of like, um, uh, um, yeah, it looks like a, a, a like a real dramatic yeah, shift yeah, from... Just like crazy, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of, of two movies that kind of fit the same way. Where it's like the sequel was way different from the the original, but I, I can't think of one right now off the top of my head. Uh, X Men Origins and the Wolverine. Uh, yeah, maybe not oh. <laughs> that extreme of, of a tonal yeah, shift. That wasn't, it wasn't really a sequel; that was a spinoff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it looks more commercial. It does. Kind of, it kind of looks like it was a totally yeah. different movie altogether, and then they just said, eh, "Let's just put the name on it and say it's a sequel. That way, people will watch it." Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. What movie are you guys talking about? Train to Busan. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. We kept not hearing it. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the second one. I, I, I don't know uh, when that's supposed to come out, or if it's gonna be um, a limited release. But hopefully, um, pretty soon, we'll know. Or a VOD release. (laughs) Or, yeah, on VOD release. Okay, cool. Um, Isaac, is there anything you want to mention? Honestly, I I don't know. Like, inexplicably, since I quit my second job a few weeks ago, I feel like I've been watching less content, which is, I don't know how that works. So I don't even know what the last movie I saw was, but it was whatever I sent to you guys on the thing. 
No, no, no. That's not even what I asked. Uh, just anything that you want to talk about. Any, anything. <laughs> even what I asked. Yeah. Oh, no, not. not this is why you're not a host anymore, man. You're just a guest now. Yeah. No, but like I'm saying, like I don't know what I've really been watching. Like, so there's not one thing uh, that stands out. I've been. I'm not finished with it, but I'm um, Disney Plus. I'm watching this show called Pop Culture, where they kind of go into. Uh, he's tracking down uh, props from older movies. And I don't know, just kind of helping restore them and stuff like that. I don't know, it's pretty interesting, I thought. Oh, cool. Like, what what cool. kind of props has he found so far? Uh, the last episode I watched was um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And they found the, um, they found the shrink ray. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where's he been? It has, it has the shrink ray in it. Oh, cool. Uh, and I recommend this come out in the episode, actually. Oh. Yay. Um, yeah. And but like the shrink ray, it's not it's not that it was lost or anything. It's just that they they used it for all three movies, and in the last one they modified it heavily where it doesn't look the same. So they they converted it back into the original. That's form. pretty cool. Yeah, and it's weird that so, it's the same prop in all three movies. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah, they just repurposed uh, it. More. Yeah. Cool. I was gonna say Josh Gad's gonna be in the, the reboot, right? Yeah, yeah. The son yeah. as Nick Zelinsky <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't have a big problem with Josh Gad, but I think I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't think he should be as famous as he is. Same thing I always say about Kevin Hart, actually. And uh, I've still never seen The Ringer, which stars both of them. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Good for good for them. Um, speaking of old movies from our childhood. Um, we uh, I I saw on, on about U- Casablanca. Yes, <laughs> childhood favorite of mine. Uh, no, I saw um on YouTube. I, I found uh, what is it Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme? Have you guys seen that? <laughs> yeah, it's this. No, it's just really. Uh, it, it's actually pretty. It, it was okay, but it, it it's like a stylized take on like Mother Goose characters and stuff, where it's played by like musicians and, and different actors and stuff. And there's some singing in in it, and it, it's just it's this weird thing. Like, so Little Bo Peep and Mother Goose's son are on a a, a journey to find Mother Goose because she's uh, disappeared. And uh, it, it has, Shelley Duvall is is Little Bo Peep, and it has like uh, all sorts of different cameos in it, which were great. I liked all the cameos, but they beat a lot of the jokes just to death. And uh, the the references they they make a lot of cool references, like clever references to the to the uh to the nursery rhymes like the three minutes in a tub or zz top and they have like a um their tub is is like a cadillac i guess uh a convertible cadillac i i, I don't know it, it's pretty cool um some of the songs are, are, are no the jokes are corny the songs are catchy um oh, oh. What's holy up? crap are you looking at Woody Harrelson, Debbie Harry, Cindy Lauper, uh-huh. uh-huh. Little Richard, Howie yes. Mandel, Peach yeah. Marine, Ooh. Katie Segal, <laughs> yeah. Paul Simon, CZ Top, Gene Stapleton. Uh-huh. Whoa. Yeah, so I just randomly just like thought of this. Uh and I looked it up on YouTube and it's there. It's it's not good quality. Um, but you can more or less see it and uh the sound's okay. But um Oh yeah, no. Just my last complaint was this, um, or concern, was that it's only ninety minutes long, but it fucking feels like it takes forever. The pacing is so slow; <laughs> it's almost unbearable. I was like, "How long have I been watching this fucking movie?" And it, 
I thought it was like three hours long, and it was only like forty minutes in. And I was like, I'm, I'm so halfway there. So it feels there. like, so it feels like the second Chronicles of Narnia. I guess I never saw that one. I actually, you know, come to think of it, I've never seen any of the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am Prince Caspian. Is that the second one? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, they made three. The Voyage of the Dawn Treader was the third one. I know that. But uh, yeah, yeah it's it's was... long. So Isaac, uh, I don't know if if you're feeling nostalgic, check it out. But because some some, <laughs> some of the like, stuff, nope. some of the stuff in there is pretty decent. I I liked uh, some of the stuff they did, but it just feels so fucking long. So no, I rem- I remember every time it would come on, we'd be like so excited to catch it. Yeah. Because back in those days, you didn't know when stuff was gonna be on. It was just like okay, it's it's on. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. You just or have you can to watch Battle Royale. Just click yeah. a button. Or that, yeah, yeah. Um, that's not something I liked from my childhood, but uh, uh, yeah, it was not. <laughs> I think 1990, so I can see why it would have been ahead of everyone's, ahead of your time, uh, Oscar and Fabi. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's out there. Check it out if you uh, Oscar looked into it. He, he read some of the cast, so yeah. But uh, <laughs> so now we'll go into uh, quarter century cinema. That's a that's our topic for today. It's a thing I want. I've been wanting to try or to like incorporate into the podcast is every now and then we'll look at a movie that turns 25 this year. And, uh, this, uh, Holy crap. So monk is 25 years old. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so if you're just, that's the movie we're talking about. What's up? If you're just watching, I have the making of documentary playing. Oh, cool. This is my favorite part. It's Terry Gilliam saying, I don't have a clue what the film is anymore. I've lost it. Totally. We do one scene after another and we try to make, the scenes as good as we can but as far as having a real sense of where we are i'm not certain <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite there he goes that's pretty cool well i was oh yeah it's because i was waiting for the for the actual thing because i was looking at the subtitles oh okay <laughs> um <laughs> is that why you have the, the camera like that oscar so we can see the tv yeah, because you guys want to see the TV. Oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I was wondering why you look like a disembodied head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oscar's like, I can only see him from, like, from the, well, the mouth up. And also, because I, I really, this is my virtual background. Uh, it never works. Uh, never works, but yeah. shit. What was it, it this anyway. Was it still Vin Diesel? It was, was going to be Vin Diesel. <laughs> of course. Uh, America's favorite star. Yeah. Um, and America's anyway, favorite joke <laughs> from Blank Check. Um, so what was I saying? Uh, Twelve Monkeys. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to start with that one because it kind of fits with the pandemic theme uh, that of this year, I guess. And um, yeah, I, I, I kind of don't know what I already said about it. Um, what I don't know what else to say. I feel like I had more of an introduction, <laughs> and then Oscar read his documentary thing and totally <laughs> just stole my spotlight. Um, Cool. What, uh, Fabi, this is your first time watching it. Uh, did you have um, any anything you wanted to uh, to any initial reactions? Um. Well, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it either. Right. But um, yeah, it's good. It's good for what it is. Like I like what I like about it is um, how Brad Pitt's character has nothing to do with it, but also has a lot to do with it. Uh. I just really see. like that little twist at the end. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. I want to say in some way he influences yeah. the movement of the pl- the progression of the plot, but maybe not. No, I yeah. guess not. Because it makes you think that's the whole movie. Yeah. 
and um, like that little twist at the end returns out to be um, the, the other guy. Mm-hmm. Um, David Morris. Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Creepy bastard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, He's just like a red herring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, cool, cool. Um, uh, I, I, I know the the thing that always well, Terry uh, Gilliam is, is a very visual filmmaker, so that that's I really like the visual style of, of the movie. Yes. Um, Oscar, you might be able to answer this question. Mm-hmm. When the whole time when I was watching this, I kept thinking, has Terry Gilliam ever had like a commercial hit, or is it all just he's never really been a big financial guy, a money this- maker, right? This one was a huge hit, even though it was plagued <laughs> by like, uh, by huge like production trouble. Uh-huh. Yeah, because Brazil tanked, and then I want to say that also his Monty Python films also were not commercial as commercially successful. Critically, they were right, but financially, like, yeah, which is crazy because Holy Grail and Life of Brian, like everybody talks about all those every time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that just kept like sticking out to me. Like I, I couldn't think of anything that, like, like he's a, a well-respected di- director and and stuff. But I was just like, I couldn't think of like that one thing that's just like, oh yeah, he he's a definite like he'll definitely make money on this movie or or whatever. I guess Fisher King is also because he mentions it that he is a little bit was a little bit of a uh, of a hit, but not as like huge as like a hundred million dollars. I think Twelve Monkeys is probably his biggest hit. Yeah. That and Fisher King, because it had uh, Robin Williams and Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. And Fisher King is awesome. Maybe uh, Fear and Loathing also? Well, Fear probably... and Loathing, probably, yeah. yeah. But even that one is also just so freaking bizarre. Yeah, it's pretty weird. But those are <laughs> d- those are the first two I always think of. It's 12 Monkeys and Fear yeah. and Loathing uh, when I think of him. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I really like his style, uh, visually, at least. Um, I can't think of what how else i might mean that but um but yeah yeah there's just always it's just always like his style you just it's just such a weird lunacy to him mm-hmm. <laughs> like whatever yeah. it each film kind of seems like it's crazy in its own weird way like holy grail definitely seems crazy in the monty python way and then 12 monkey just seems crazy you almost feel as crazy as what cole is experiencing in the film right yeah. Just like the whole set too, and then Brazil, obviously, uh, Fisher King as well. Fear and Loathing. I mean, freaking like all those weird canted angles and shit. It's just so bizarre. Yeah, uh, Isaac, did, did do you have anything you wanted to say about uh, Twelve Monkeys or Terry Gilliam? Gilliam? Ah. Um. Well, I, I guess in general, it, I mean, I haven't. I think the only Monty Python one I've seen was Meaning of Life. Oh. Which, you still, have you still got me beat. I've never seen any of them. Okay. How dare you? Would, yeah. Which, uh, which I guess would would have a odd sense of humor, but I think all his movies in general just have this really odd sense of humor. That, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, does he really think this is funny? But I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe at the time of filming, he was like, yeah, do do like this. It'll be funny. And then uh, I don't know. It just I get, I think it doesn't land. It's not so much the the humor; it's just the way that it's played. It's it's played very silly, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Time Bandits is that. Time Bandits is also one that it's also like really kind of whimsical, while at the same time being really creepy, mm-hmm. like for a kids' film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, this this movie, Twelve Monkeys, I'll, I'll say that. I mean, we didn't really, I or I didn't watch it when it came out. 
like we just right. kind of cut it on TV and we would see bits and pieces of it and it caught our interest. And so I didn't really watch it in its entirety until you bought it on DVD, Chris. Wow. And I, that was, yeah. <laughs> and, and then so, uh, so I watched it and I, I, and I guess, you know, I, I, since I knew how it ended and everything, I was just kind of like, well, like, so let's watch it from the beginning. And then when I finally did, I was just kind of like, oh, that's it. Like, I don't know. I was, I was a little let down when I finally watched the whole thing. Uh-huh. And then, so going into it this time with those low expectations, I actually liked it better than I thought it was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how I felt about it. Like after I saw uh, Fabi rated it uh, three out of five. I was just like, oh, okay, well, maybe it'll just kind of be okay because the last time I saw it was about 10 years ago. And that time, I, I was also kind of like, oh, this isn't as good as I remember. And so I was kind of, after I saw Favi's, Favi's rating, I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, so, you know, nothing too too great. And then I just, I liked it better this time, I think, also. But also, I didn't see yeah. it I didn't see it when it came out. I, I think I saw it in middle school or high school. Uh, so I guess I can't really really gauge how it compares to when it first came out but whatever it doesn't matter um yeah what else what else we got i've i've I've, it's always been one of my favorites like terry gilliam films for me it's like right up there with like holy grail in brazil and time bandits Mm -hmm. but rewatching it this time yeah like it just landed a whole lot differently it did obviously because of this whole thing yeah it, the um, uh the opening scroll where it's just five billion uh, people so have died. i know we're at we're at we're only at five mi- i mean not only but we're at five million right now uh, yeah infected. it's basically this and we're the 12 monkeys so <laughs> we like, should be underground yeah just that one letter kind of still one letter off still, still kind of sent gave me chills i was like oh shit man it's crazy and like like we all like to talk like i remember like when it or not when it came out, because obviously I wasn't fucking whatever. When I saw it for the first time, which right. I guess was in high school, like Brad Pitt was the one that kind of stole the show for yes. me. But rewatching it this time, like I definitely think like the subtle MVP performance. I, I like the three leads are the three leads are great. Like Madeline Stowe is great, and like Brad Pitt is great. Yeah. But Bruce Willis for me this time just felt a whole lot. I don't know. It felt like a big, big performance from him. I, I, you remember how good he used to be. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yes. That's, what that's I wanted, another thing. I want to get into that later. Thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. He when he back when he used to care. Uh, like, I, I even read in the trivia that he he took a he pretty much did the movie for free, uh, yeah. just because he wanted to work with Terry Gilliam. So. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty cool. Like. Like. Yeah. He he gave a shit back then. Now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Oh. Bruce. Yeah, he looked good with a bald head, so I was just like, I'm gonna do that too. <laughs> <laughs> I just did it for the episode, guys. For real? I, I hope you all appreciate this. <laughs> <For> uh, <laughs> no, no. Um right. I joined a fight club. I can't talk about it. But um okay. uh cool. Uh what else? Uh a- any overall initial No, Fabi disappeared. <laughs> it, oh, yeah. Did she? It didn't So she left. Oh no. Maybe she'll be back. But yeah, I think that's one thing, Isaac. Like, uh, it's just, he's so good in this film. Like, there's just like such a sadness to his character. Yeah. Oh, Fabi's back! Yeah, 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 Fabi. Can you hear us? Can you hear me now? Oh, I don't know. No, she's like uh, James Cole. She just disappears and reappears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello. She's in 1920. How was 1920, Fabi? 
<laughs> it was great. Oh, damn. Yeah, I love, the, love the depression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that, a... that great depression. Yeah. Uh, what else? Okay, do you also agree? Do you also agree that Bruce Willis uh, was great in this because he gave a shit? Actually, I didn't like him that much in this movie. Really? Uh, no. Oh, man. No, I, I couldn't, like Oscar said, I couldn't stop thinking about, man, he was really good. Like, no. I don't know. But no, do, uh, are, are you genuinely a fan of Bruce Willis? Um, I'm indifferent about him. Yeah. Like, I don't, don't love him, don't hate him. <laughs> right. No, he, he used to be a big movie star. Yeah. He used to be a big deal, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. a big draw. Yeah. Yeah, but now, <laughs> now I don't know. But, but like, uh, like in some, like, obviously Die Hard. But like in even in like Unbreakable, or like yeah. The Sixth Sense, mm-hmm. or like obviously Pulp Fiction, uh, or like even Sin City, like yeah. or Looper, or Looper, Moonrise Kingdom. Those are ones like where he's given a shit. And like in Twelve Monkeys, yeah. like he has such like a weird sense of sadness in him, or like just even like the weird moments where he's just like, oh, can you turn up the radio? Just like uh, 20th century oh, music yeah. is so wonderful. Like those are just like that make yeah. that character like pop for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, anything else? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I was like, let's Yeah. I mean, he's obviously having fun with it, which is yes. cool. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, did he do, did he do any research? Like, is this, are these actual characteristics of, no, probably not. But um, he's great. I I don't know. I kept thinking about that too. It doesn't seem like an offensive portrayal. No, um, but I I, I don't know about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I don't know. I thought some of it was a bit unrealistic, especially with um his interactions with I forget her name, uh, Madeline Stowe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's he's very. I don't over know. If, if I were kidnapped by a mentally ill person, I would not. I think with her, I think it's also professional curiosity. Like she's just kind of yeah, like trying, so. to, trying to figure them out, sort of, and, and like sympathize with them and, and like just see what, That's how I kind what of makes him tick. That one too. Yeah, but no, yeah, same thing. Same thing. I was just kind of like, why doesn't she just leave? And then it kind of does seem yeah. a little foolish. But I kind of, yeah, I kind of tried to su- uh, suspend disbelief on that one. Because uh, in the nineties, everyone had to fall in love. Oh yeah, and, that, and that's yeah, one. Yeah, I don't like the romantic aspect of it. That's yeah. what I don't like about. <laughs> that's I, I I would give it like I, I think like the rom- romance thing is definitely like a little bit uh, like not baked or like not cooked well at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like it's working in like this weird like. Tried, like almost like Greek tragedy thing, like maybe these people were fated to like meet or whatever at some at different points in time, and so like it, it works differently with like memory and stuff like that. But yeah, I think it like the way that I like to defend it too is like what Chris was saying. Like maybe it's like a professional curiosity and like trying to maybe like well let's let's see like what I mean. Why are you saying these things? Like, why do you think that the world is gonna end? Give me some of the other reasons, or like trying to kind of understand them, where it's a little bit more of yeah of that. At least that's how I maybe like I've tried to defend it. But definitely, like the romance thing is definitely like probably the weakest part of the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's Stockholm yeah, syndrome. The, the romance. The romance. Sorry, no, um, with the, with the romance thing. Um, I thought 
that like it shouldn't have been there, especially at the end when she smiles at Bruce Willis's younger self. That just made it creepy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I'm gonna fall in love with you in thirty years. But no, well, I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't think she's supposed to know that's him, right? There's well, no way she could. Yeah. Maybe like it's left ambiguous. I think. Maybe because of his eyes. Yeah. I think and she figures it out because he, he keeps saying that he was there, mm-hmm. and then yeah. she looks at him and she's like, "That might. That's probably him." <laughs> <laughs> that one kid. <laughs> What's up, kid? Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> Gives him a little wink. Did you guys? Did you guys ever see the La Jete? No. What? La the La Jete, which is the French film that it's kind of like a uh, oh, remake no. of. So it's it's like a French experimental short film, like in black and white, and the entire thing is told in like photos. It's kind of like a photos photo slideshow, but the main concept is. What if there was a character that could see his death uh, when he was younger and then see his death when he's essentially older? So that's the kind of like Lajete aspect of it, which is the kid seeing young Cole seeing his death when he's basically like future Cole. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's, it's like a really, really loose remake of that idea. And they're just like, let's just do our own thing and kind of expand on that whole notion and like what are like the time travel things like the implications of it and everything so it's kind of cool mm-hmm. i like that whole like very very loose remake thing of it yeah because wasn't, wasn't that a short film yeah it was a short film yeah how like how long i want to say it's maybe like less than an hour let me see while oscar looks that up i something i wanted to to that i, I kind of have have a uh, not an issue, but a concern with is that um, it's kind of weird that, that their whole the premise of them going back in time is not to stop the release of the virus, but to get a sample and study it. And study it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they want to do is to get, get a sample so they can. Politicians, man, they don't care. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand. But whatever. Sorry, 27 minutes. Oh. oh, it's really less than an hour. 27 minutes. Yeah. And and you have seen it, Oscar? I've seen parts parts of it. All right, um, but I think wh- you can even find it on YouTube. Oh, uh, watch it right after Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme. Yes, yeah, so watch it. Do right a back to back double feature. Feature. I don't know why in in my head, like every time I think of the movie, I, I and re- obviously why I wanted to watch it. Uh, I thought the the uh, the pandemic would play more of a was a bigger part in the movie, but. Like you, even like the aftermath of it, but it's all just set trying to prevent it. It, it was kind of kind of weird. Um, I don't know yeah. why I always remember it being more of a pandemic movie. I guess because the the first minutes cause so, make such a big impact. Like I just remember mm. the weird, uh, like metal industrial complex that they're living under. Yeah, and then, like and the, the animals suits, and the animals. Yeah, all of that makes such a big impact. Yeah, but it's really, it really is just that. And then up until the whole virus at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, guys, cool. I found La Jete on YouTube. Oh, yeah? Cool. Probably didn't have <laughs> some post the link. But, uh, yeah, cool. Send that to us. Um, so, uh, what I, so I broke down uh, what we're going to talk, or how we're going to, I guess, um, uh, grade the movie um, into <laughs> some categories. This. I'm sorry? 
I'm going to approach this. Yeah, how, how are you going to approach this? Um, I broke it down into categories. I set numerical values to it. Um, are we all okay with, with, with giving it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did a spreadsheet and everything, and I was just like, I don't know Love if this it. is going to go over well with everyone. Uh, but are you guys Great. okay with indulging me in, in uh, giving this, this movie a grade? Sure, yeah. sure. Okay. Hold on, let, let me say one, one other thing real quick. Most surprising thing about this movie, no monkeys. There are monkeys. No monkeys. What about the ones at the very end where uh, you see the on the towers, on the construction towers? Are those monkeys? Uh, yeah, yeah, on the, um, yeah. Uh, on the, the after they let the animals loose they even they send a monkey down to to find the little boy with a roast beef sandwich oh, yeah. um, <laughs> i want to say like there's at least yeah. another one i love the little mini supplement by the way the little oh yeah the, well yeah that's how they prove that he was from uh he was from the future or at least he he knew the outcome of, of that event yeah so yeah it kind of seems like a throwaway scene but yeah later on they're all like oh yeah this this happened this is the thing it gives him credibility. He, I love the scene where he's, uh, it's like, I think it's the third time that he time travels. And he says, no, no, I'm cured. I'm, I want to get, I want to get, I want to seek medical attention. Yeah. <laughs> Just like doing, like, yeah. please catch me cops. I'm here. I'm here. And he's he's throwing his hands like, in the air. Waving <laughs> yes. them like he just don't care. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah. Um, uh, it was kind of weird also how they kept uh, showing, I guess, like the different guards and stuff from the future. Like he would kind of just see them every now and then. It's pretty weird. Yeah. But, oh yeah, so, so okay, so he, I had a whole spiel, but I can't remember how, how it goes. Uh, so movies are, I guess, uh, how do I phrase it? <laughs> you can judge them subjectively and objectively. I, I want to say uh, the you should be 50% subjective, 50% objective. Um, so we're going to break it down into 50 points for the objective side and we're going to subjectively be objective. Um, All right. so the first category for 10 points is female representation thoughts. And then we don't have to get too heavy into it. We could just be like, there was only one girl really, uh, one lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and how do you want us to throw out a, a score or what? Uh, so out of the 10 points, um, do, do you think? It it did a good job. Well, well so like, was it done well? Were there enough? Um, is that what you mean? Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> this is our first time <laughs> doing it, so yeah. It, it, like, if you feel like it could have benefited from maybe having more uh, prominent female characters, maybe you just gonna give it eight points because the one woman that is in our well, the astrophysicist also. Uh, she she, you know, yeah. she's in charge you know, you know she she's a boss yeah uh she does a good job she doesn't have a name so that's kind of weird uh, oh it doesn't pass the bechdel test her name was jones it doesn't yeah. again. Uh, that was that fabi jones jones oh yeah at the end jones. i think that's a suit uh not a pseudonym but like a, a cover like she's just saying i'm an insurance yeah i'm an insurance because she's not she's an astrophysicist we know this from the captions or at least i do um, but yeah, it doesn't pass, pass the Bechdel test, which uh, is what it, it has to. There has to be oh, no. <laughs> two female characters. They both have to have names, and they both have to talk uh, about something that's not related to a man. Yeah, I think something yeah. about a minute, right? It ha they have to ha be in a yeah. scene longer than a minute where they don't talk about a man. The scene, this movie doesn't pass it. Like I would give it a five. 
A five? Or, yeah. Cool, cool. It was breaking up a lot. I'm, I'm very sorry. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, nothing I could do about it, but like all of it. Like I, I know I heard you give it a five. <laughs> yeah, that's all I heard. You gave it a five. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Bobby. And and that's this is genuinely the the one opinion and female representation that matters is the one female in in the <laughs> the, the video chat. Um. But I'm gonna give it ten points because she was pretty. Uh, no, it's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Poppy. Do you want to try again? Wait, let me let me try again and come back. Okay, she's gonna come back. I, I heard okay. that. Oh, cool. Sorry, Poppy. Um, Oscar or Isaac, uh, any thoughts on female representation? Um. Well, she was stronger than I guess most uh, other like main female protagonist could have been, would have been at the time or like seen science, like, scientist of the time like i just think of like yeah. uh, denise richards in tomorrow never dies uh, or uh who was that? hello oh hi Fabi. hello Bob's. okay well uh, i gave it a five okay. How, how's that so far yes so far you're so yeah. good keep going keep going keep going <laughs> okay okay <laughs> so yeah you you only have two uh prominent female characters right. based on what i remember they never interact with each other or know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you make one of them the female love interest. Yeah. That I don't. I don't think is very organic, and yeah. I think kind of problematic in some ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like both of their actions are surrounded by like everyone else. Like I, I feel like it's not done that well, but they are in powerful positions. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. That's that's the one thing that I think Isaac or that we are, Isaac mentioned for sure. It's like it's better. It's a better like portrayal of a scient of a, like a female scientist of that time. Like I, I just remember like Denise Richards and the world is not enough, right. which is just laughable. Yeah. And like really holding. <laughs> yeah. she's not just the love interest. Right? Yeah. She, she does a little bit. Yeah, more. I get points for that. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, I just love how she, like, even, like, her weird uh, mannerisms change. Like, she's very professional at the beginning, and she's trying to interact with him, like, uh, behaving like a scientist. And then by the end, when they're essentially both fugitives, I love how she's just like, take his wallet away. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, she turns into a complete thief at the end. (laughs) No, she's good at what she does, man. She's she's not doing she's not half assing anything. She's going in full assed. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh I, I agree yeah. with her, with what Fabi said, but uh, um I I really liked her, her performance. Uh I, I think it's a really yeah. good character. Um so I wanna give it a little more uh points based on that strength. Uh Oscar or Isaac, you have you have uh, um uh, scores? Uh I guess I'm okay with seven also. Seven? Do you guys do you guys think that maybe like it's also th- are there some scenes where he's maybe kind of like commenting on her battling like patriarchy because the first scenes at least when she's on the council of all the doctors like it felt very much like that of like you have all these like doctor white dudes and they kind yeah. of and she's kind of trying to go 
against them and kind of letting her do her own thing. And then you even have that really uh, like gross scene with Christopher Plummer where he says, oh, uh, yeah. women psychiatrists. Yeah, I remember that. But so like a little bit of... Oh, no, no, never mind. I was going to say something, but it kind of doesn't apply. I was going to say that that's not... I don't think it's the the, the, move, the stance of the movie. It's just like the character, but... I, I, I yeah. think that's more more of a character trait than anything. But no, I I, I can see how like even uh, Frank uh, Gorshin is also he's he's uh, questioning her when he's all like, "Well, did you?" He's the Riddler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he he's he's debating her on on whether yeah you know on what she's like what she wants to how she wants to study him and, and all this stuff and he's kind of shooting her down. Yeah. Maybe because she's yeah. a woman. I don't know. For all we know, he's like that with the other dudes. Mm. Yeah, I just don't think... He's the only woman within a council, and each of them, like, you could tell that they could look down at her yeah. in some way. Because I think yeah. you, even in one scene, they're all at the table uh, on one side, and then she's, like, on the edge. On the, so she, the... Yeah, on the end of the table, not behind it with the rest of them. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe you're right, Oscar. Yeah. So what do, you, what do you what do you think of, about that? What's your score? I don't know, I'm debating between a 7 and an 8. Oh. I mean, you probably do 7.5. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you want to go to 7.9? 7.6? Uh, let's go. Let's go 8. eight all right. Cool. Um, so that you voted, Fabi. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right? We <laughs> we all think it, this is this is all um all women should be is, is what's in this movie. This is so embarrassing. I, <laughs> I know. I kind of feel bad now. Um, this is so embarrassing. Yeah, this is kind of weird. But <laughs> so uh, out of ten, I averaged a six point seventy five from our four right. scores. So that's that's yeah, barely like passing. That's yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so okay. So what about represent rep- <laughs> representation of minorities? What do you guys think there? Not a whole lot. <laughs> any um so the yeah there's all the, the main characters are white um there was one scene there's that one mexican guy oh jose yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah. and he jose, i love him he's great yeah and one of the doctors is black yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so well the one of uh, the mental patient who talks to him about being divergent also is black the yeah. there was one scene the guy, the guy that the guy that looks like Cornel west <laughs> who's that the guy that looks like Cornel West. No, I don't know who Cornel the, uh, West is. The philosopher. Uh, I'm from Harvard. Man, I think he used to come out on the MTV ads in like the early 2000s, Chris. I think you're thinking of Kanye West. No, I'm just kidding. He looks like, um, Don, he looks like Don King a little bit. A, a little uh, bit, yeah. And he, and he has a cameo in Matrix Revolutions or uh, Reloaded. Uh, but I, I still don't know who, who this guy is in real life. Mm. But... um. I was gonna say the there is one scene in particular where it kind of where it uh, just ate, ate away at me. I, I could just feel like George like in the room just being all like, "Hey man, check this shit out." The scene where yeah. they're in the uh, the event the um, dilapidated oh, yeah. opera house. There's two yeah. guys. There's a white guy and a black guy that jump them. The black the white guy gets knocked out right away. The black guy not only tries to rape um, the doctor Madeline Stowe. Oh yeah. He not only tries to rape her, but then he gets his head like bashed in by coal. Yeah. That's the one part where I was like, "Ooh, they couldn't just switch those guys around or something." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, maybe they could have. Maybe the maybe the black guy just delivered the lines better. I don't know. Maybe it's not deliberate, but it it did kind of feel like they could have just done this differently. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. It, I now that I re, uh, you say that I recall I recall thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I because I saw it last week, so it's, I have a little bit hazier memory of it. Oh no. Problem. But yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah. And then for, sorry. Good. No, no, no. Well, no, go ahead. You finish your thoughts on this because I was going to say something. Oh, no, no. But, just, uh, I was going to say for sure there could have been uh, maybe more of the – maybe some of the scientists also uh, either in, in the psychiatric ward or the uh, uh, in the future. Um, they could have been black or, or Asian or, or Mexican, Hispanic. Just anything uh, other than, than, than Caucasian. White people can't be the only ones saving the world, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Even the three main characters yeah. could have been – one of them could have been – another a minority you know mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's my thought on it i i don't know if i have a score I guess for on you. that i think i'll give it a, like, like a three yeah i think um, i'm going with three also go for it no um like the most prominent minority there is um jose mm-hmm. yeah and and he's the one who's trying to stop who, who later tries to stop bruce willis from doing his thing yeah um and everyone else are like just very minor, like side characters. They don't really affect anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the the problem with the almost rape scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just puts puts them in a very negative space. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a three. Also, I don't feel like it's being outright negative in its representation, but it it could have been a lot better. Yeah. 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 Three. Oscar three. Yeah. I was gonna give it a two. Cool. So out of ten points, but, oh sorry, go for it, go for it. Oh no, no, I was just gonna say that uh, towards the end, there's a scene where uh, Madeline Stowe and uh, Bruce Willis are like on the run, right? After he tries to give himself up, mm-hmm. and then it shows like these these kids. I remember they were black kids, and one of them does like a flip from one mattress to another, like. <laughs> oh yeah. And I just I just remember thinking like. Oh man, it, how cool it would be to be that kid and be like, "Hey, did you ever see Twelve Monkeys?" <laughs> <laughs> that flip, that was me. That's me. I love it. Well, you never know. Maybe uh, that kid went on and did great things. Yeah. I can only. But, we can yeah, only. No. I just randomly remember that. So. <laughs> I saw it yesterday. Kid, and I don't even remember that. There was there was there wasn't enough of that kid in the movie. That's why I gave it to. <laughs> All right. Cool. Margarita thing was really good. More kid on the mattress. Cool. So out of, out of 10 points, it gets a 2.75. Uh, next, we have LGBTQ plus representation. Thoughts? Uh, yeah. None, I mean, there's right? like, <laughs> yeah, there's like nothing. I, oh, no. Well, I, I wrote down a note saying that maybe the in the airport bathroom, maybe the, that guy is, is uh, he might be, you know, because remember they show his feet, his feet and they're just tapping. He's just tapping his feet. I was like, this okay. guy knows what's up. He's he's trying to get some play in the airport bathroom. And then Bruce Willis yells at him. And he's all like, whatever you say, buddy. And he leaves. <laughs> like a total wuss. I'm going to give you a zero. Yeah. Uh, and then there was a, another scene where in a, they're asleep or trying to sleep in the mental institution. And uh, Brad Pitt climbs into that other guy's bed. And I think the other guy kind of touches him. And, he, and then Brad Pitt just like hits him. <laughs> I, yeah, I, he does. Well, he like caresses his arm, crime. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know if it's a hate he's, crime. But he's not it's, having uh, it. You know, it's, it's brown upon. 
Yeah, that's true. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it doesn't have to be so aggressive with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think? Or what was your score, Isaac? Oh, man, I got... Is one the lowest? I put a zero. Oh, okay. Uh, then, then I guess it's going to be a zero, yeah. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? Fabi? Uh, well, there's nothing really to analyze. There's nothing yeah. to insist. There's nothing, right? So, um, yeah, so maybe, I don't know, maybe one of them is like, it could be, but you never know, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's zero. Zero. Oscar, what did you say? Uh, I'm gonna go with a zero. Zero. So that gives it a grand total of zero points out of ten. Uh, what about people <laughs> with health? Do, oh, do we ship uh, Cole and Jeffrey? Do we ship? What does that mean? I don't know. We ship them? I'm not familiar with uh, this lingo. Fabi <laughs> <Yeah. Well>, knows. <laughs> Enlighten it's, me. What it's is like it? Do you want them to play together? Oh, do we want them together? Like uh, the whole uh, yeah. Captain America Bucky thing. No, not necessarily. Yeah. I, I think, uh, no, nah, I, I, I don't think they, they had enough of enough rapport where, where it seemed like they particularly enjoyed each other. Yeah. Why would I want that on them? I say no thank you. Um, so people with health conditions, it could be men, uh, mental or physical health conditions. Uh, how are they represented in this movie? Again, yeah, pretty pretty poorly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, I, I, I've personally never been inside uh, the psychiatric center, which is right next to the hospital I work in, but I'm sure some people are like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's far-fetched, but it, it, like like the kind of in, in the backgrounds of some of those scenes, you can tell some of it was going on just for like comic, not like of comic uh, visuals, you know? Yeah, kind of didn't seem like it took it seriously. Uh, yeah, like you were saying earlier about Brad Pitt, it, did he do any research? Um, I kind of tried to put it all together that like maybe it's not only that he's like a paranoid delusional, maybe he's also a, a druggy burnout, and he's also like super mega entitled and stuff. So he just has all sorts of things going on, and and that's why he's like that. But uh, I don't know. Maybe. Um, wasn't yeah. great. But it wasn't also, I don't know, I, I, I didn't feel like it was, like, super offensive, if that makes any no, difference. I, I think because the film is working on such, like, a heightened level of, like, not realism, but just, like, pure science fiction and, like, wackiness. Mm-hmm. Like, even the introduction of Brad Pitt, when he's he has his sweater like this, he has his jacket like this, uh-huh. and as soon as his head pops out, there's a Looney Tunes sound. Oh, so like that immediately tells me like, oh, we're in fucking like Looney Tunes land over here, and like, mm-hmm. and I think like that's how Gilliam treats a lot of those, a lot of those those scenes with him, but also like a lot of the, uh, like a lot of the uh, kind of uh, mental institution scenes where he's just like, this isn't one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. This is like our own bizarro kind of heightened version of this right are you implying that bugs bunny has a mental disorder <laughs> you son of a bitch uh, I don't know. he's not even denying it <laughs> uh yeah i i think on this one uh, i'm gonna give it a, a one maybe yeah a one uh, that's slower than me i was gonna give it like a three three yeah it's the wrong answer bro um 
Dang. <laughs> what do you guys think? 3.5? <laughs> yeah. You got it. Maybe I should have gotten three. I don't know. One, um, maybe one is too harsh, but I'm going to stick with it. Oscar? I'm going to go with three. Look at you. Why are you guys ganging against me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so out of a total of 10 points, it gets a 2.625 for people no. with health conditions. Okay, so uh, this category is what we know now. Do we know any problematic things about this cast or, or crew other than Bruce Willis is notoriously kind of a dick now? That's probably the worst or, thing about it, right? Or like not even a dick, but just like... He's difficult. He's very, he's very difficult to work with. Yeah. And he is notoriously very hit or miss in terms of like, am I going to show up to work or I'm not going to show up to work? Right. <laughs> yeah. So this is for five points. Um I'm going to give it a five, yeah, because there's nothing about it that was really problematic. In, in fact, knowing, you know, how 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 problematic, so I guess, he is, it made me appreciate... Yeah, yeah, how zigzaggy he is, flip-floppy, whatever. It made yeah. me appreciate this performance a whole lot more. Uh, so I'm going to give it the, the five points. It, it, it's good. It stands, uh, you know... Um, yeah. no, nothing about it, about behind the scenes, brought me down. By the way, have you guys seen Revenge? No. No. The show? That- the show, yeah. With oh, Madeline no. Stowe? With Madeline Stowe, yeah. She's amazing in that. Yeah. She plays... It's inspired by uh, Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, and cool. Emily Van Camp, who plays Agent 13 from Captain America, is in it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Madeline Stowe plays like the... Oh, no, we lost Fabi. <gasps> no. <laughs> she, she didn't want us to talk about how hot Madeline Stowe is. Oh, man. <laughs> Madeline still plays like the rich kind of, uh, you know, Hamptons uh, housewife. Uh, she's so good in that. Yeah. Is yeah, that show still on even? No, it ended It ended a, a, a long time ago. It was on Netflix for the longest time, but uh-huh. now it's not. Uh, I don't know if it's on Hulu. Maybe. I don't know. I think my mom watched it. Uh, just, But that's, that's cool. I didn't know it was uh, based on the Monte Cristo. It's basically it's like a soap opera, but it's 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 the the general premise is essentially Count of Monte Cristo. Cool. All right. Uh, do you guys have a, a score on uh, on what we know now? How, how does it do? How does it fare in what we know now? Or, or does, does, does I guess I should say does anything that we know now work against it? I guess is, is what I should say. Uh, going back to the Bruce Willis thing, I I think I'm gonna give it a four just because I because he was in such good movies that he kind of was like, oh, I could do whatever I want now. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. He's doing, like, direct-to-DVD yeah. stuff. It's just so so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Well, he got what he deserved. <laughs> but the thing is, he can, he could still do a mainstream movie if he wanted. Like, people yeah. will still offer him. And he'll be like, yeah, all right. I'm sure he is, I'm sure he is getting offered stuff consistently i i I don't know if he's turning it down for for specific reasons but i'm I'm sure he still gets plenty of offers he just wants to show up and get his paycheck yeah maybe i think they they offer him something and he's he probably just goes do i have to show up more than once a week and they're like yeah yeah yeah." he goes nah i'm out i'm gonna bounce or like if he does show up it's basically as a favor to friends like him showing up in sin city too and doing it as a favor for to Robert Rodriguez, mm-hmm. and he barely shows up in Sin City too. Yeah, I don't even remember him in that. 
oh, he's 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 a ghost, and he's just like, cool. I just have to appear in the bathroom mirror. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm zoning out. Awesome. He still got it, that guy. Uh, uh, well, what's your score then? Terrible Oscar? and Die Hard Five. Oh man, that movie all together is just terrible. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bobby, did you see? Did you 3. see 5? Die Hard Five? Three point five. Cool. Did I see what? Did you see Die Hard Five? Uh, is that the one with Dar? That's the one with uh, his son, uh, Guy Courtney, Captain Boomerang himself. They're uh, in Russia. I don't remember. They go to Chernobyl at the end. Mm. Awful. Yeah, Awful. It's, it's terrible. It's a fucking terrible I, movie. The last Die Hard movie I saw was so many years ago. I don't even remember what it was. Was it Die Hard um, Four? Which one's Part Maybe. Four? I, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> Dyer Ford is Elizabeth uh, uh, Winstead is his daughter, uh-huh. and it's Timothy Oliphant as the villain. Oh yeah, and that is Dyer Ford. Yeah, you're right. It's and, like a, and Justin Long's in it. No? Justin Long so. is in it, and it's like a cyber terrorist attack. It's not not as bad as people make it out to be. Wait, yeah, that was it. Last yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with Oscar. It's, it's, it's not really as bad, fun. but it's still not. It, it was, it was enjoyable, but it's like, wh- wh- why did they make John McClane all of a sudden this unstoppable? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> in, in, in the other ones, he's he's very much a real man in real life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but in this one, he's just like nothing can kill him. Yeah, exactly. He fights I'm a jet. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, no, it, it's it's fun. It's a fun movie, but it doesn't fit in that franchise for sure. Um, oh, look, this might be cool information. Cool, Oscar. Just give me your score real quick. Six, six, six out of five. <laughs> it, oh, it's a six five. out of five. Yeah, we're yeah. Because everything has to equal fifty points total. So just the first four were were uh, ten points each. This is five. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh three and a half. Oh, okay, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Three point five. <laughs> what, what were you gonna say before? Oh, you're gonna show us something on your TV. Uh, despite consistently poor scores at test screenings, Terry stood firm in his decision not to radically alter 12 Monkeys. The film is released with only minor changes. Cool. So, all right. Very nice. He he said it has to be a black guy that rapes her. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so out of a possible five points, it gets four for what we know now. Pretty good. Oh, and, and also Brad Pitt was nominated for an Academy Award for his performance hey, and good. won a Golden Globe. Okay. Very nice. Uh, so for special effects, um, out of three points, what do we think? Five. Uh, five points. Oh, three out points? Three, oh, yes. Out of three points? Out of three. Uh, three. Three, yeah. I mean, there, not a whole lot of special effects going on. Maybe just a bunch of animals on a green screen. Practical effects. Yeah, a lot but of practical, practical effects. effects. It looks really good. The That stupid ball with the TVs on it. Uh, that looks so pretty weird. Good. I'm gonna give it three. Also, nothing aged poorly about that. I think. Um, Isaac yeah. or Fabi, any thoughts on special effects? I think it looks good, not great. So I don't want to give it a three, but okay. To 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 <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> to, to, to gauge it out of the three, I'm not really sure what to go. I guess I'm gonna go two point seventy five. Two point seven. Yeah, maybe I need to change this numerical. It's because I wanted everything, all all the categories to equal up to fifty. But maybe, maybe I could just change that for future uh, scoring. All right, uh, Fabi, what do you think? A three. All right, awesome. Uh, so out of three points, it gets an average of 2.9375. Way to go. 
Okay, and now this this category, I, I kind of have. Um, it, it might not apply. It, it only gets uh, two points for this. Um, it's outdated tech or trends, and what I mean by that specifically is if the movie tries to like show off these things. Like, like I know there's a part where her beeper goes off, and it's not <laughs> like it, it, we can't. We don't have to hold that against the movie, but like if if it. I'm I'm thinking more of like in like the net where it shows a really whack ass uh, representation of the internet when it was still fairly new, um, and it doesn't look like that anymore. Or, or or if they have like tech that's that's obviously they're they're just trying to put a spotlight on it and show off how cutting edge their movie is or, or their characters are stuff like that tech or trends so. If the if there was some parkour or mattress slipping, um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like in Casino Royale. Yeah, because uh, that was just a big thing. Um, but yeah, I I'd say it doesn't really fall. I I didn't notice anything, like absurd about it. Um, in terms of that, so. No. No. So, no I mean, uh, in in fact, and this probably doesn't exactly fit with what you're saying, but at the beginning when he's suiting up to go outside. I'm like, oh, that's me for work every day. <laughs> it doesn't so, fit at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's it's nice to know those practices are, are relevant to your life. So it's not yes. outdated at all. Uh, so what do you think for the outdated tech? Nothing? Uh, no points off? Gets a two? No points off. A two. Oscar, what do you think? Uh, two. Two. Well, Fabi, I don't know if you heard our whole spiel about outdated tech or trends. Uh, no, yeah, I, I heard... Um, two yes cool so it gets uh the total two points and uh because we like to have fun i added some bonus categories so uh these are based on our old uh our old rule system uh that we used to do um so if the movie has uh nudity some body shots if you will we give it an extra two points and it sure does it has uh bruce willis and brad pitt's buns and i think even during the war the war part oh yeah there's a lot of in the part where he, where he finds Jose during during uh during the war, I think uh, you briefly see some full frontal, like it's from a distance. Uh, I don't know why I did that. Uh, it's, it's it's from a distance, but you can you can see something hanging there. It's crazy. That's I remember another, I rewound that's an, it. That's another scene where it just like impacted me when I first saw it. Where it was just like, can you imagine being this guy naked like on trench warfare on World War One? <laughs> must no. be horrible yeah it's crazy well because jose must have done it too but then somehow he just got a, a i mean i guess there's plenty of dead people around you can just take their clothes yeah uh, yeah it's got to be a scary situation to wake up naked wherever you are it's very terminator-esque but mm-hmm. played like even more messed up yeah whereas in terminator like schwarzenegger just goes and he's just like i need your clothes your boots and your motorcycle your clothes give them to me <laughs> give them to me Yes. Uh, yeah, so this topic wasn't really up for discussion. It either does or does not have nudity, and it does. So there you go, guys. <laughs> and uh, yep. the, yeah. you know it, it was male nudity, so there you go. That's actually a little bit of a kudos. Yeah, way to go for them. They didn't yeah. stoop to uh, showing the uh, the doctor naked or the astrophysicist. Um, That's right. Yeah. Uh, way to go. Very progressive. And uh, last bonus uh, for three points. Is uh, the zero degrees of Kevin Bacon rule? Is Kevin Bacon in this movie? He's not. No. So zero points. <laughs> uh, can anyone do a um, six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon and Bruce Willis? Uh, 
Specifically him to Bruce Willis? Sure, yes. Because Bruce oh, Willis okay. is top build. Okay. Kevin Bacon. Mm. It seems like it should be easy, but I don't... I can't think of anything either. Um... <laughs> I know. Okay, how about Brad Pitt? He's in Sleepers. There you go. Boom. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Done. Oh. Uh, so, uh, overall, score with the bonus points also... It gets a 23.0625 out of a possible 50 points. So, objectively, it doesn't really hold up. I guess. Uh. Weird. I, <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought we all liked it okay. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I would have given it. <laughs> Is that what's up? Oh, no. Like, just because I didn't um, send you, after I saw it, I didn't send you my score just because I thought we were going to wait for this. But, uh, yeah, I would have given it, like, a 3.25 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which would be how much out of 50? 32.5? I guess so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how much it would have been. Um, I would have given it a 3.5. But, yeah, it, it made me my math strong on this. I don't know. But I, I just plugged in the formulas. And uh, there you go. There you have it. Objectively, it doesn't hold up. So you can't. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to make this movie uh, nowadays and get away with it. But yeah, there we go, guys. We did it. What do, what do you think about all this? How, how do you think this went? It went okay? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Got to re- retool the, the scoring a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Um, we'll we'll try to figure that out. Um, yeah. Uh, any, anything you guys want to say before we uh, call it a day? Uh, no. No. It was an okay movie. It was an okay movie. Yes. Subjectively. Probably gives it thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, what, what are you What, what are you <laughs> gonna say, Oscar? You're probably gonna say something. Uh, no, that uh, documentary is great. Uh-huh. Uh On on the DVD, it's called The Hamster Factor and Other Tales of Twelve Monkeys. Oh, I heard about that. I read about that. That he w- they waited all day for a shot of the hamster running in the wheel so they can get the <laughs> shadow uh, on the wall. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I it's didn't even notice like, that. I didn't even notice that shot. I was like, no, a hamster of course movie? not. Who does that? I don't know. That's, um, it's one of those like making of documentaries where it doesn't like when you watch, for example, like the Force Awakens documentary. It's very polished. It's very like, oh, it was great being back with Jade, or like, oh, I love JJ and all this stuff. Or this one is just like, oh my god, it was so difficult. Oh my god, and like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what film we're doing. Like I've completely lost it. I've I'm I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I like because it's one of those where it's just like shows you like the insanity that is making a movie. Mm-hmm. But it's really it's really good if you if you watch it. It's on the DVD or the Blu-ray. Okay. It probably is like a feature on the digital version. But yeah, it's really good. Awesome! Everybody, check that out. Uh, also check out uh, Oscar and myself. We're on an episode of uh, the Watchtower podcast. We talked about Silence of the Lambs. That was pretty fun. Well, it's great. We're gonna try to have the uh, the Tower guys uh, on here um, eventually. Uh, I don't know what the next movie we'll talk about will be. We're um, doing an adventure style crossover where we each one of us gets progressively drunk. Yeah, sure. I, I think by that point <laughs> I, I can arrange uh, that for myself at least. Um, 
Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll set up. For a, myself, at least. Well, because I can't. I'll get drunk on my own time. I don't uh, need you. No, just because I. It, it's like almost impossible to get you to drink. But uh, how's that wine cooler, by the way? Oh, it ended, dude. It ended? Did yeah, you spill it all over the table? That was it? No, he like finished it at one point and said it was delicious or something. Oh, like I that. Didn't, didn't, <laughs> didn't even notice. Way to go, Oscar. I'm going to read out He's, he's wearing his big boy for. pants. But uh, yeah, we were on that podcast, and uh, I I totally forgot that on the podcast I wanted to bring up something that I'm going to share here, um, oh. a, st- a true story from my youth of when I first saw uh, Silence of the Lambs no. in middle school. Oh, no. <laughs> I no. I couldn't understand. No, it's not a terrible story, um, okay. but I I just remember I wanted to say it on the podcast, and I we kind of ran out of time, and I didn't get to to share this. That when I first saw the Buffalo Bill dancing scene, I genuinely could not understand why he did not have a penis <laughs> and i was so just just weirded <laughs> out yeah i was just like so weirded out i was just like wait was that a woman this whole time <laughs> and um it, it it i think i think it was was it you Isaac? did you have to explain it to me or did i figure it out on myself uh me no i i don't think i did because every time that scene comes on i don't look at it <laughs> no wait so you knew on the first time that it was gonna happen. Uh, yeah, I I don't know how I found out. I guess from, I think it was a, a deleted scene from Scary Movie uh. when when Sean Williams talks <laughs> talks to him, and I just knew I didn't want to look when I, when I started watching this movie. Oh. Um, no, the first time I I I actually saw that was the other day or last month when we were watching it with our mom, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm not gonna explain to her why I'm not gonna look at this part. So, <laughs> so that was that was the first time I actually saw it. But before that, every time I would watch the movie, I would look away on that part. You probably could have just shifted your eyes. I don't think my mom would have noticed. No, oh, yeah. But I don't know. It yeah, just... I, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember the moment of realization where I was like, "Oh, that that was a man, and his penis was between his legs." I I don't know. So that was just something that I thought I'd share on the podcast, but I, I didn't get to. I, so Carlos, you missed out. You, you know, you know why I I, I would look away because um, not now I remember. Because I had heard, yeah, that it was tucked in, and I kind of thought that meant something else than like it just it was inverted between. His, yeah, <laughs> like I thought he like like push it in there, and it just sounded super uncomfortable, and ah. I'm sure it would look awkward. But no, okay, so yeah, he just he just has it between the legs. That's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not. But yeah, there you go, guys. Uh, so go listen to that episode. Uh, where I don't share that story, but we talk more about stuff. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. All right, guys, thank you for doing this, and uh, we'll try to revise this score, and uh, we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) This has been a Beacon Claws podcast. For inquiries, email us at beak.claws at gmail.com. That first dot is the dot, not the word. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 